everybody, and welcome to West New York Brews. My name is Scott. I'm a homebrewer just outside of Buffalo, New York. I'm a member of the Das Haas Brewers Homebrew Club. So on this episode, I'm talking to Patrick and Sarah Alexanderson, who, along with Bill and Stephanie Beecher, are One-Eyed Cat Brewing. They were nice enough to have me there. And I was able to pull Patrick and Sarah aside for a couple of minutes and talk about the new brewery. So it's a projected brewery. It's a proposed brewery, if you will. They recently had a night for investors and for uh, interested parties. And I was lucky enough to get an invitation to come out and check out some of their uh, beers that they're going to have at their location when they when they decide on one and when they finalize one and when they start building out in the northeastern suburbs of Buffalo. So if you're in that area, think 12 Gates, West Shore. If you're out there, look forward to One-Eyed Cat coming out there soon. Let's start this episode by reading a review. If you wouldn't mind supporting the podcast, uh, one of the ways that you can do so is by rating and reviewing the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, There are other ways to support the podcast as well. And thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com forward slash WNYBrews. You could subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's youtube.com forward slash WNYBrews or any of the other ways at WNYBrews.com forward slash support. So this review says great info on West New York and homebrewing. And it says, are you looking to learn more about homebrewing? Scott of West New York Brews might just have the show for you. I agree. Sorry, that was me. Uh, Back to the review. His episodes often have info on homebrewing. The show also helps to give you an idea of what the brewing scene is like in Western New York around the Buffalo area. Even if you live on the West Coast like I do, this is a great resource and an entertaining listen. And that is from Mike from Pacific Beer Chat that is on the Hopped Up Network. And if you want your review read in a podcast episode, please leave a review. I'll happily promote what you're working on uh, as well. And let's hear from Mike from Pacific Beer Chat. If you are looking for more beer podcasts just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Pacific Beer Chat brings together a collective of West Coast beer bloggers sharing our opinions on events, issues, and well-crafted brews. We hope you will check out the podcast at pacificbeerchat.com and at Pacific Beer Chat on social media and podcast apps, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music and Stitcher. Music is by Conundrum. Welcome to Switch Your Chat. So I'll give you some announcements before we get into the interview. I'll let you know what I'm drinking right now. And this, there you go. That's not a sound effect. I am pouring right now a Two Roads Workers Comp Farmhouse Ale Classic Belgian Style Saison. I just finished a, a Belgian cherry beer brought over from Belgium. Uh, by one of my friends, Mr. Ron Viters, who brought a couple of bottles back and I was lucky enough to grab one, brought it home and and had a a beautiful cherry beer tonight. You can find it on my untapped, but right now I'm drinking a Two Roads Workers Comp Farmhouse Ale. So some announcements. I have a new video up on YouTube on which I show you my draft line cleaner. It was for draft day. So if you are uh, in Buffalo, congratulations on Josh Allen, and on the eventual 
drafting of Darlene. So whether it was your Josh or not, uh, happy draft weekend. So things going on on West New York Brews at WNY.beer. We have more water profiles up. We have one from Youngstown, uh, Lewiston, and we have one from Lockport. And thank you to the listeners who submitted those. I don't say names on those. So if you wouldn't mind submitting a water report, if you've sent out for a water report and you don't mind sharing it, please send it to scott at wnybrews.com. I take out all of the um, name and the address and all the info like that, and I tag it to go next to the closest uh, like public thing. For Lewiston, it was the park. It was for Joseph Davis State Park. For Lockport, I tagged it to the Lockport School District. For uh, things that are, are near libraries, I tag it for libraries. Near the stadium, there's one for ECC South. So I won't put your actual address up and all. And it's actually taken out um, in in an actual Adobe redacted kind of way. Uh, so if you don't mind sharing yours, please, please do. And if you're local, especially if you're in, in Western New York and you are brewing, check out wnybrews.com forward slash water. You can find a water report based on your location. You'll find that most of them if not all of them, are extremely similar. Uh, But you can find one within 5 miles, 10 miles, 15 miles, depending on where you are. If you're in the South Towns, there's there's a good number of them that you can find within 10 miles of your location. Sorry this one has been so long in the intro here. Let's talk to One Eyed Cat, to Patrick and Sarah Alexanderson. They comprise half of the members of One Eyed Cat Brewing, and they'll describe their beers, and what they're trying to do at One-Eyed Cat. And thank you to them for having me out. Uh, So we are at Santora's Pizza Pub and Grill on Transit Road in Williamsville. With One-Eyed Cat Brewing. Do you mind introducing yourselves? Absolutely. My name is Sarah Alexanderson. I'm one-fourth of One-Eyed Cat Brewing. And I'm Patrick Alexanderson. I'm the head brewer and the second quarter of One Eye Cat Brewing. <laughs> so you make up one half of One Eye Cat Brewing and who are the other half? Please? Absolutely. Our partners are Bill and um, Stephanie Beecher who have joined us in this adventure. So tonight is a night for investors, for uh, interested parties to come out and try the first six beers right. from One Eye Cat Brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, looking, looking ahead at getting, getting an eventual brewery. Absolutely. Do you know about how far out that is? Fingers crossed we're looking at March of next year. Okay. As far as opening doors. And and you fully expect these six beers to be on tap that first day? These will be our six core beers. Excellent. Yes. Absolutely. And we are going to um, supplement them with a rotating menu of seasonal beers, one-offs, experimental beers. But we intend to always have those six core beers so our regulars know what to expect and they can order something they're comfortable with. Excellent. So the six beers tonight, if I if I can go through them quick, was there was a stout, a uh, couple of IPAs, a blueberry IPA, a New England IPA, uh, West Coast IPA, Cascadian Dark Ale. What am I missing? Our honey honey saison. saison. Oh, and the honey saison. Yes. So those were the six beers on tap today. Which one would you say took the longest to come up with? To get to where it is today. To get to where it is today, the blueberry IPA and the triple chocolate oatmeal stout are our oldest beers. Those are the ones that have been being produced the longest. Um, 
I would say the one that took the longest amount of time to actually come up with was Daredevil. That's our house IPA. Yeah. Um, it tastes like a 7%, but it's only 4.8%. So it took a lot of thought and a lot of concentration on getting the malt bill right, getting the hop bill right to give you that mouthfeel of a 7% IPA. Now, you don't see too many session IPAs as the house IPA. Was that important to keep it low? It was very important because yeah. if someone comes in and they want multiple beers, but they want your house IPA, you you, you can go and crush three pints of hay burner, but yeah. ultimately you're going to feel it. <laughs> you can come to One Eye Cat and crush three pints of Daredevil and yeah. still feel like you can have another beer, and you you conceivably can with right. its low ABV. Well, I yeah. do liver CrossFit, so <laughs> liver CrossFit, probably can. Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we wanted somebody to be able to have a beer that can last them through the evening if they wanted to, and um, they could drink a little more freely Excellent. and not sacrifice the flavor. And it's also been our experience that when, when we go to a brewery, we look for the different, and yeah. we try a pint of the different, but we'll always fall back on our standard something that we know. Mm -hmm. So our point is to get Daredevil known as our house IPA so they can come and they can try our higher ABV beers and then fall back on Daredevil because it's lighter ABV, but the taste is still really good. So it's okay to wrap your night up with Daredevil because it'll, it won't hit you. That's a great idea. So how far back does this whole idea go? Oh, Lord. So Patrick's been homebrewing. We actually went to a Keg Works class together years oh, nice. ago. Yeah. It was about six years ago. About six years ago and came home with the kids and did mm -hmm. our kit together. And it was okay, but Patrick doesn't do anything halfway. It's, it's all or nothing. So the next beer, he had to be all grain, real hops, etc. And so he's been homebrewing since that point. Um, we moved into a bigger location personally. You know, we're able to dedicate a space in our house, a larger space in our house, you know, with a, a full brewing area and a fermenter room. And we started kegging. Living the dream. Living the dream. <laughs> and as I really started to be able to enjoy the fruits of his labor, that's when I started to participate a little bit more and, and brew with him. So we've had a lot of fun. Um, our 11-year-old has been able to put caps on the bottles and oh, help nice. in yeah. his own way, too. So it's a family adventure. Absolutely. And, and Sarah has taken, over the past four months, the initiative to come up with a sour, a sour kettle sour gosa. Uh, you did the wee heavy. We have a wee heavy mm -hmm. scotch ale, which is currently in the fermenter. It's ready to be kegged. Um, and the she polar opposites there. Yeah, we we, absolutely. Sour. Well, we don't do. Uh, we don't. <laughs> we're we're not one for genre at all. <laughs> we um, enjoy a wide array yes, of flavors. Yes, absolutely. And she did um, a version of our Goliath the Philosopher, which is our dark Belgian double. And then she put it in a Lockhouse Distillery gin barrel to age for a month. And now it's currently bottled in 22 ounce bottles. It's going to sit in there for six months to let the gin part mellow out a little bit. It's it's a fantastic beer. So she's she's right up there. She's brewing brewing her butt off. So what are you doing? <laughs> what kind of a system do you have at the house? Uh, just doing five gallon batches. We have a basically wow. basically we have a gas stove kitchen in our okay. basement with a ten gallon brew pot. Huh. And we're just doing standard home brewing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. And then the new the new system that you're looking at. We're looking at a 15-barrel system. 
All right. Yeah. So that's that's not nothing. That's no. that's starting right off there. That's, Absolutely. Yeah. Everything. All the research that we've done has said if anybody regrets anything, it's starting out too small. Okay. So we've kind of taken that and said, well, it's not a gigantic financial leap from a seven-barrel system to a fifteen-barrel system yeah. system-wise. So why not just go right for fifteen? Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That they always say, go as big as you can right off the bat. Right. Absolutely. And, and even though we envision our eventual endpoint to be primarily a tasting room and on-site okay. sales and kind of a destination for people to come and enjoy company, enjoy the community, enjoy our beer, um, we also want to do some small-scale distribution, mm-hmm. um, eventually some canning, but you know, more just to get out locally, our, our regional area, um, be part of the Western New York brew scene and get that, that name out there. Excellent. Mm-hmm. We... we currently have absolutely no desire to be national or even statewide we yeah. we love our area we want to contribute to our area's economy um the reason that we have chosen the northeast buffalo suburbs is because you have fantastic breweries out here that a lot of people don't even know about you've yeah. got west shore brewing and clarence you've got uh, new york beer project on the lockport erie county border and you've got 12 gates as well as lily bell meads and and nobody there are there's a wide array of people who won't set foot out of the city because they don't know what's out here. Right. So if we open up out here, now we start having this Northeast Buffalo beer trail that it's a nice tie-in to the people up north when you deal with Woodcock and you deal with uh, Brickyard Brewing. Yeah. The, the, I can't remember the name of them, but the, the brewery that's up in Burt and the one up in Barker. And then you've got um, Eli Fish out in Batavia. Yeah. So we're just kind of, we're trying to connect the dots. And right. expand the Buffalo beer scene as far as it'll go. Excellent. So tonight's been great. A lot of lot of Buffalo uh, beer people here. Saw Buffalo Beer League here. Uh, Josh Dezamba from West Shore. Uh, have you seen a lot of support? There's. It's been heart wrenching the amount of support that we've gotten locally. Yeah, it's great. <clears throat> we've had uh, sit downs with Scott Schuler from 12 gates with carl colby from pressure drop mm-hmm. i've talked with drew harden from sato it's they've it just seems like it's a fraternity it was described to me when i initially started getting involved in the buffalo brew scene as a fraternity of brewers mm-hmm. and i don't think anything else could encapsulate that feeling as much everybody is just it's not competition it's hey buddy this is what i've done that didn't work out this is what you want to watch out for, and what can I do to help you? Which is tremendous. I mean, this is, it's family. Yeah, we, we, haven't, we haven't met with anything out apart from that. You know, it's just yeah. been welcoming and helpful every step of the way. So that's been a really nice experience for us, kind of breaking into this industry. Absolutely. Right, you make beer, you're friends with everybody. That's, that's how it goes. <laughs> it's part of the reason we want to do this full time for a reason. <laughs> no, we don't have any fun. friends. We're just trying to make friends. <laughs> right. Well, guys, thank you for talking. Thank you. So again, thank you to Sarah and Patrick and Bill and Stephanie for having me out there at the One-Eyed Cat event. Uh, Good luck, and I really appreciate it. And thank you to Sarah and Patrick for the interview. So thank you for listening. Once again, if you don't mind supporting, please check out wnybrews.com forward slash support. There are lots of ways to support. Most of them are free and take very little time. 
Otherwise, I will see you on the next episode and on youtube.com forward slash WNY Brews. As always, this is the Rearview Ramblers with the Camp I Beer with Condolences. Check them out on Facebook and Twitter and at their website, rearviewramblers.com. Thank you. Thank you.